glorious. You are glorious. I give you all the glory. I give you all the glory. All the honor. All the praise. All the praise. All the adoration. All the adoration. You are the wonder waking God. You are the wonder waking God. The miracle waking God. The miracle waking God. Ocean divider. Ocean divider. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my, you are my Lord. Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are, you are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash, Wash me, me with your blood. blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive, Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Sanctify me. Purify me. Purify me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. You are the Alpha. You are the Alpha. The Omega. The Omega. The King of Kings. The King of Kings. The Lords of Lords. The Lord of Lords. Wonderful. Wonderful. Counselor. Counselor. Mighty God. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. Say wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful Holy Ghost. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. I worship you. I will I adore you. I adore you. I open my heart. I open my heart. I open my spirit. I open my spirit. Teach me your word. Teach me your word. Reveal to me. Reveal to me. You are divine revelations. Bless me tonight. Bless me tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that where two or three come together in my name, there I am in their midst. Not that also tonight Jesus Christ is here, the Holy Ghost is here, angels are here, the Holy Spirit is here, we are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us get ready to worship God, to sing for God tonight. Let us do so with the whole of our hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Learn in Zimbabwe. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Sing it again.
And we want to tell you thank you for your presence. Thank you for your power. And thank you for your mercy. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll be going straight to the word of God and the word of testimony tonight. Amen. Amen. Our testimony reads as follows. Pain in the stomach here. There is a woman who called for prayer. She has been suffering from a pain in the stomach for two years. She went to different doctors seeking for help, but she did not receive any solution to her problems. They only told her to cut certain foods and spices from her diet. The man of God prayed for her over the phone and she received a healing. She confirmed that she was no longer feeling any pain after prayer. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Our announcements are as follows. Every morning at 7 a.m. from Monday to Friday, we have our morning prayer, which is at half past eight on Saturdays and Sundays. Then we have our midday service at 5 to 12. And then we have our evening service at half past six every night. Amen. Amen. Our midnight prayer starts at 5 to 12 every night. And we also have our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Thursdays and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. 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 And to those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithes and offerings, the bank details are shared on our different WhatsApp groups, on messenger groups, as well as on our different Facebook platforms. Amen. Amen. And we are also encouraged to share video testimonies on different Facebook groups. Amen. Amen. We will get the word of God from the book of Second Kings, chapter 18, from verse 30, NIV. Second Kings 18, from verse 30, it says, Do not let Hezekiah persuade you to trust in the Lord when he says, The Lord will surely deliver us. This city will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Do not listen to Hezekiah. This is what the king of Assyria says. Make peace with me and come out to me. Then each of you will eat fruit from your own vine and fig tree and drink water from your own system. Who of all the gods of these countries has been able to save this his land for, from me? How then can the Lord deliver Jerusalem from my hand? When King Hezekiah heard this, he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and went into the temple of the Lord. It now I'm reading from Second Kings from uh, chapter nineteen from verse one. Verse four it says It may be that the Lord your God will hear all the words of the field commander whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to ridicule the living God, and that he will rebuke him for the words the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, pray for the remnant that still survives. Isaiah said to them, Tell your master, this is what the Lord says, Do not be afraid of what you have heard. Those words which the underlings of the king of Assyria has, have blasphemed me. Listen, when he hears a certain report, I will make him want to return to his own country. And they will have his we have been cut down with the straight. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We'll be going through the word of God together this evening. And we are believing God for the powerful word of God tonight in the name of Jesus. That the word of God will be coming with power, with a solution, with the healing, with the breakthrough. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. 2 Kings chapter 18 verse number 30. Do not let Hezekiah pursue you to trust in the Lord when he said that the Lord will surely deliver us. 
this city will be given to the hand of the king of Assyria. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, the one who was saying this, he was a commander who had been sent by the king of Assyria to go and talk to the nation of the Lord. And the Bible said that he was telling the people who are inside this city that do not trust what Hezekiah has been telling you that God was going to save this land. Do not trust what Hezekiah has been saying. That is saying that um, God will surely deliver you. God will protect you. God will fight for you. He said, don't trust that. That's what this uh, commander was saying. Hallelujah. Amen. There was something that this king does not know. That the Bible says that... um, those who trust upon God will never be what? Will never be put to shame. Actually, that's what the Bible says that. Can we go to the book of uh, Romans chapter 10? Romans chapter 10 from verse number 11. The Bible says that as the scripture says that anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. Hezekiah was one of those who was trusting upon God. He was was a servant of God. He was a king who was trusting upon God. He was not trusting on the power of his might, but he was trusting upon God. And the Bible said that when Hezekiah trusted upon God against against all the odds, when they began to come against him, that uh, because this king of Assyria, he was not a small king. He was a big king. And by this time, indeed, he was victorious in many battles. He had won many battles. He had done many things. But it's just that this time, he, was, he, he thought as he had been successful in many places. Also, this time, in capturing this city, he's going to be successful. But the problem is that when he approaches Hezekiah, you know, he's not just approaching Hezekiah, he's approaching the man who trusts upon God. He's approaching the man who's trusting upon God. Then God who is Hezekiah is trusting upon is the one who's about to deliver Hezekiah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to encourage you as a child of the living God, no matter what you face in life. Amen. Trust upon God. Amen. It doesn't matter what your enemy is saying. Amen. It doesn't matter what is your enemy saying. And most of the time, learn not to listen to the enemy. Because the enemy, you know, when he's speaking, he's speaking for the devil. And when the enemy is speaking for the devil, if you listen to what the enemy is, de- is saying, because um, what God is saying, it will be giving you faith if you listen to it. But if you listen to what the enemy is saying, it will be bringing fear to you. And fear will not build you up. Fear will destroy you. That's what this, um, this king of uh, commander who has been sent by the king of Assyria is saying what he's saying. In such a way that if the people who were in the city, they could listen to him, they were going to fear because he's saying that, do not listen to Hezekiah. And he's saying that this city will be given into the hands of the king of Assyria. Because um, he, he talked about that nobody has ever escaped in the hand of the king of Assyria. Amen. Not knowing that... Uh, if they listen to what this, key, this commander is saying and believe what this commander is saying, they were going to have fear. And as long as they could have fear, they were not going to be victorious. But if they were looking for faith, they must listen to what God is saying, not to what the enemy is what the enemy is saying. One of the problems that we face in our life, it is to open a channel for the enemy. To be able to, uh, to, to open a channel for the devil. This person is going to the doctor. You find that this person is going to the doctor and the doctor is, does not have a good report this time. 
the doctor is talking about all the worst and the negative things that is about to happen. And this person listen and believe what the doctor is saying. Do you think this, this person is going to be well? Absolutely not. This person is not going to be helped by hearing what the enemy is saying. But if you listen and hear what God is saying, what God is saying is what is going to build you up. As a child of God, you must have a channel. A channel to listen to what God is saying to your life. Amen. Against all the odds, you must listen to the word of God. That's what the Bible says that in the book of Romans chapter 10, verse number 17. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Then if you want to have faith, if you want to have faith to overcome your situation, to overcome your circumstances, to solve your problem, you must listen to the word of God. You must listen to what God is saying. The more you listen to what God is saying, you will have faith. And the Bible says that all things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible to them that believe. When you have got faith. But the Bible says that in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 6, without faith it is impossible to please God. And when you listen to what somebody listen to what the devil is saying, what the devil is saying brings fear. And fear is opposite of faith. It depends what you want. But if you must look for faith, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And not look to what the enemy is saying. Like this man who was talking here. This man was the commander of the king of Assyria. He was not talking for God. He was talking for the enemy in such a way that if this nation and if this city listened to him, they were all going to be fearful. When they were going to be all be fearful, that means they were all going to be defeated. But they were supposed to listen to what God is saying. Hallelujah. And that is what that is the strategy of the enemy, the strategy of the of the devil. That's what we are hearing, even in the book of Second Kings, chapter eighteen, verse number thirty-one. The Bible says that do not listen to Hezekiah. This is what the king of Assyria says: Make peace with me, come to me, and then each of you will eat fruit from your own vine, the fig tree. And water from your own system. This is what the devil usually will say. The devil will say, don't listen to God. Don't listen to what God is saying. Don't listen to the word of God. Listen to what the, de- the devil also wants us to listen to him. So that we may not believe what God is saying, but believe what he's saying. But in contrary, as a child of the living God, we must not give ear to the devil. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. We must give our ears, our attention to what God is saying. Because what God is saying is a source of faith. It's your source of faith. And the Bible says that in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 7. The Bible says that we live by faith, not by sight. Well, that means we need faith to live. You must have faith in order to live. You must not have fear. In order to be destroyed by the devil, you have to listen to what the devil is saying. But in order to have faith, in order to see God in action in any situation, you must have faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing what God is saying. The more you listen to the word of God, that word of God, it builds you up. It builds you up. It gives you courage. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes it's time to switch off what the media is saying. It's time to switch off what the newspapers are saying, but to listen to what God is saying in order to see God in our life. Because most of the time, those newspapers are not preaching for God. They are preaching for the devil. Sometimes you think you want to be updated, can't you know? You're not getting updated. You are, the devil is using that media to do what? To, to put you, 
to put his agenda in you. But as a child of the living God, we must listen to what God is saying through his word. Hallelujah. Amen. And let God feed you with his word. Let God talk to you through his word. And as the more as he feed you with his word, your faith is bubbling up. Your faith is growing up. Your faith is growing sooner or later. You have got faith in order for God to do anything in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, can we go to the book of Acts chapter 20, verse number 32. The Bible says that, Now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you inheritance among those who are sanctified. The Bible says that. Apostle Paul, uh, Paul said that, Now I command you to, to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up. The word of God can do what? Can build you up and give you among the inheritance among those who are sanctified. The word of God has got that kind of ability to build you up, to build up your faith. Amen. You know, sometimes when you open, you listen to the word of God, and you listen to the word of God, and you listen to the word of God, you might re- think that you are remaining the same. But as you listen to the word of God over and over again, you are not remaining the same. The word of God is building you up. It may not be building you up in the physical, but it's building you up in the spiritual. You are not remaining the same. Hallelujah. Amen. The word of God is building you up. Can you say the word of God is building me up? The word of God is building me up. You know, in the same way, what the devil is saying, it is also, as the Bible says that in the book of John chapter 10, verse number 10, the Bible says that the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Also, what the devil is saying, it is there, to destroy you. What you want to achieve with what he's saying is to destroy. It's not to build. It is to destroy your faith. Then that's why you must be careful to discern who is this who is speaking. You must be careful to discern whether the one, what you are reading, what you are listening, is it God or is it the devil? Hallelujah. Amen. Whether what you are listening, the information that you are getting, is it God or is the devil? You must be able to judge it, to discern it. If it's not God who's saying it, you have to reject it. Amen. If it's the enemy who's saying, because the purpose of the enemy is not to build you up. The purpose of the enemy and the purpose of the devil is to do what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. And sometimes in order to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He won't start by stealing and killing and destroying. He will start by giving you a wrong information. Amen. So in order to kill your faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said that God, you are heart with all diligence. God, you are heart with all diligence because out of it flows. The matters of life. Cut your heart. Make sure you check what comes into your heart. Make sure you check what you listen. What make sure you check what you watch because these things, if it's the whatever you are exposing yourself to, if it's the devil who's making you, who's trying to give you that information, he is trying surely to at the end of the day to steal, to kill, and to destroy. There are some of the things that after when you watch, you feel empty and you wonder why. And sometimes you feel that the Holy Spirit is grieving you after when you hear what you hear, what you have heard. Then sometimes it's not God, then such kind of information, you must, we must cut it out of our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. And expose ourselves as much as possible to his word. The word of God, which is able to build us up 
and be able to ask to receive what God is trying to give us. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Say, I love the word of God. I love, I love the, word the word of God. God. I am enjoying the word of God. I am enjoying the word of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the book of 2 Kings chapter 18 verse number 35, the Bible says that, Who of all gods of these countries have been able to save the land from me? How can the Lord deliver Israel from my hand? This is the king of Israel, the king of Syria, and whom he's, he's talking to he's through his spokesperson. That, hey, many, many countries he have devoured. He said that, no. Then who can actually deliver out of his hand the way he was so powerful, the way he was so strong? He is not saying things that when the Israelites, when the children of the Israel, who, those who are in Jerusalem who will listen and their faith, but he was saying whatever he's saying in order to destroy their faith. Remember the men like Goliath. The Bible said that apart, apart and above everything, Goliath was a giant. But the Bible said that how Goliath captured the whole of Israel. He captured the whole of Israel by fear, by what he was saying. He will come there, he looked very big. Physically, he looked very big. What he was saying, the whole country will be scared. What he was saying, the whole soldiers will be scared. And the Bible said that nobody will want to, to challenge him because how big he was. But how was Goliath big? He was big also because of what he was saying. Because they were listening to what this giant was saying. There are some th stuff you don't have to listen to what they are saying. You must listen to what God is saying about them. Because God, whatever God is saying to you, God will not say anything and give you any information to discourage you. Amen. He will never give you any information to discourage you. Amen. He will give, after when God talk to you, he, you will have calm. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You will have what? You will have calm. You will have peace in you when God has spoken. And you will have Amen. faith. Amen. Then most of the time Amen. when the devil has spoken, that's when you will have fear. You won't have peace. Amen. But after when God has spoken, I'm telling you, you will have this supernatural peace and calmness. And after that, supernatural faith. This kind of faith is not the faith because of you. It's the faith that is given by the Holy Spirit when God has spoken. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let us go to the book of Second uh, Kings chapter 19, verse number 1. And let us hear when God speaks. The Bible says that when the king Hezekiah heard this, he tore his clothes and put the sack clothes and went into the temple of God. Ah, 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 ah. Amen. I like this man, Hezekiah. You know, Hezekiah is after when he had heard the bad news. He had heard the bad news. What the king of Assyria is saying. What the, this king who have been devouring other countries have been saying. The Bible says that that king, he tore his clothes, clothes and he went into the temple of God and he began to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. As a child of the living God, this must be your attitude. Amen. That day, it seems like you don't have a good day that day. It doesn't matter what is happening in your life. It's like maybe you did not hear what, what, you, what, you, what you heard you did not like. You don't go and you just cry by yourself. You go to the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. But that time, the presence of God used to be found in the temple of God. Amen. By our time, where two or three come together in, our, in, in his name, Jesus Christ. 
His glory comes. God comes. Amen. Then sometimes we are, we are inviting the presence of God in, in order to deal with matters. Amen. To the child of God, problems are like the call back from God. Amen. Challenges are like that. They are not meant to destroy you. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Challenges, problems, when you see them, they are meant that you, you may go close to God. They are like callbacks from God. Then when Hezekiah heard what he have heard that disturbed his spirit, that make him not to be well, the Bible said, he said, it's time, my time to go and seek the face of God. Hallelujah. Amen. He went and sought the Lord. He went and began to pray. I remember what the Bible talks about. It was when Hezekiah Amen. was told by the man of God that he's going to die. When he was sick, the Bible said that God said that uh, the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah, go and tell Hezekiah that he's not going to survive from this sickness. And the Bible said that Hezekiah did the same strategy. He went into, he, he actually he turned in his house this time. He didn't even go into the house of God. And he tore his clothes and he began to pray and began to cry. And he began to cry. And the Bible said that he was reminding God the good things that he had done. Amen. And the Bible said the way he cried, the way he prayed. Amen. The Bible said that God talked to Isaiah again. Say, hey, Isaiah. Isaiah, go back, go and tell Hezekiah he was not going to die. I will add 15 years. Amen. Because Hezekiah knew what to do when he hears some, some stuff. Amen. There are some people who does not know what to do when they hear some stuff, when they hear the bad news. Amen. I remember Eli, the Bible talks about Eli. God was not happy how his sons were, were doing. Hephni and Phineas. The Bible said that when Hephni and Phineas were bad boys, doing bad things in the house of God. Amen. And the Bible said that when they were doing those bad things in the house of the Lord, the prophecy came, the word of God came and tell, her, tell Eli that um, his sons are going to die young before their time. And the Bible said that, the Bible doesn't say that after that Eli did something in order to change what he have heard. He just relaxed. But what I like about Hezekiah, Hezekiah knew what to do when he hears such ten stuff. He went into, he, he began to pray Amen. for the situation to change. And that's what you are hearing here. The Bible said that Hezekiah did the same. He went, he took, he, he tore his clothes. He repented and he go to the house of God and begin to pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And the same thing the Bible talks about, there was a time that Jonah, Jonah was told that Jonah, go and tell the Ninevites. Tell the people of Nineveh that because of their sin, God is angry. They are going to die. God, they're going to die. The whole, the whole, God said that he was going to finish the whole country because of their sins. And the Bible said that after when Jonah has preached, the Bible said that the whole city began to fast, even their animal. And the Bible said that God changed his mind because he saw when they repented. Amen. You know, you Amen. One of the things you must know how to repent, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. That the day that you have not done what is right, you must know what to do what? To repent. Amen. And the Bible says that God tell uh, Jonah, Jonah, go and tell the Nineveh, this time I'm not going to finish the whole, the whole country. I have forgiven their sins. May God forgive our sins in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, let us go on in the book of 2 Kings chapter 19, verse number 4. It may be that the Lord your God will hear all the words of the field commander. 
whom his master is the king of Assyria, has ridiculed the living God, and that he will rebuke him for the words the Lord your God have heard. Therefore, pray for the remnant to survive. Hallelujah. Amen. Because this commander was, listen, he was talking against Hezekiah. Amen. And in the course of talking to Hezekiah, he talked against God. And he was talking against the whole nation. And in that case, he talked against what? God. And the Bible said that but God was saying, now Hezekiah was saying that, no, don't worry about that. It's the same thing, the same strategy that David used when he was, um, he was, uh, his son um, rebelled against him. The Bible talks about when his son Absalom rebelled against him, there was a man who was talking against David now, who was now insulting David. When one of the commanders wanted to kill that man who is talking against David. David said, no, no, let him talk. Maybe God will hear what he's saying and God will begin to feel pity for me. And God will change his mind. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Sometimes when you're a child of the living God and there's some people talking against you, sometimes let them talk. Let them talk. And that's when God will begin to be merciful to you. Amen. What they're saying will become intercession. Amen. Not they're talking to intercede. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. Not they're talking, what they're talking, they're saying it to intercede. Sometimes they're saying it against you. But because you and God are one, when they talk against you, God begins to say, okay, let me now begin to fight for him or for her. And I say to us tonight, God will fight for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Can we go to verse number 6 of Second Kings chapter 19? Isaiah said to them, Tell your master this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid of what you have heard. Those words which, you, which the underlings of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Listen when he hears the certain report. I will make him want to return to his own country. There I will have him cut down by the sword. Listen to this one very carefully. Now the one who is speaking now is the man of God. Out of all that happened when Hezekiah went and began to pray in the temple of God. And now they begin to mock him. Now, out of that, God is speaking through his servants. And don't worry about what they have said. Don't worry about what you have heard. God is saying, Isa was about to speak. And he was speaking a solution. And God was speaking things that, he was not speaking things that will make Hezekiah and, and them to fear. No, he is speaking solution. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Through Isaiah, God is speaking. Amen. Before the devil was speaking through that commander. Now through Isaiah, through his servant, God is speaking. I'm saying to you, I don't know what you're through, you're going through. I don't know what God, what is happening around you. I'm saying, may God speak to our situations in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In any situation happening around us, I say, let there be turned around in Jesus' name. Amen. Let there be divine solution in Jesus' name. Amen. Because God spoke to the situation of Hezekiah and to the whole of the land. Hallelujah. Amen. And sooner or later you will hear how there was a turnaround, a miraculous turnaround, in such a way that 
Hezekiah and the whole nation did not even have to fight. God indeed fought for them. I'm saying to you, I don't know on which sectors of our life where you want to see God. I say, may God fight for us in Jesus' name. Amen. May any situation turn around for our good in Jesus' name. Amen. God is about to arise and his enemies will be scattered. In any situation in our life, I'm saying to us, what? God is about to arise and what? And his enemy will be scattered. Let me tell you this. Sometimes when God is speaking, when God is speaking, you know, you, he doesn't speak sometimes where after when you have heard, you will think it's God. It will be just normal. It will be just general. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. Amen. Sometimes he will speak through a man that you won't even believe that is God. Like now, imagine Isaiah is speaking simple words. That okay, don't worry. Let him after this, this king is I will make him to go back. That's where I will get him killed in his own country. Amen. That's all. And sooner or later you will hear that God has dealt with that pro- that biggest problem of Hezekiah. Tonight I'm saying to you, I don't know what is our biggest problem. Amen. I'm saying to you, that biggest problem is about to be solved in an easy way in Jesus' name. Amen. That breakthrough that you thought, ah, will I ever get a breakthrough? It's going to come in an easy way in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm saying to whether you see it, whether you believe it, I'm saying to us tonight, there's going to be a breakthrough in an easy way. A breakthrough not in a struggle. Because this kind of breakthrough, it will be only by the thing of God in Jesus' name. Amen. If you don't believe it, say back to the sender. But I'm saying to you, this solution shall manifest in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There's going to be a breakthrough. That small word that God gave Isaiah to tell Ezekiah, the whole scenario and situation was about to turn around for Ezekiah's good. I'm saying tonight, there is no Ezekiah, there is you and me tonight. I don't know from which side do you want God, to which sector do you need God in your life. But I'm saying to you tonight, God is about to appear. God is about to fight. God is about to do what no man can do in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm saying to you, there is no need for you to be afraid. There is no need for you to worry. God is about to make a way where there seems to be no way in Jesus' name. The Bible talks about one night, the Bible says that they were the children of Israel, they were faced with the Red Sea. Of course, in a sea, there was no way. And at the back, Egyptians were coming. But the Bible says God gave the word to Moses and said, Moses, don't cry, don't pray, don't worry. Take your staff, stretch your hand. As you stretch your hand, I will make a way where there seems to be no way. And God said, the Egyptian that you see, you shall see them no more. Did God open the way in the sea? Yes, he did. They walk in the dry ground. Did the Amen. Egyptian that you see that day, did he see them again? No more, he did not see them. I don't know whether you hear what I'm saying. I'm saying to us tonight, I don't know which problem is behind your back. I don't know which situation is about to be behind you, wherever it is. I'm saying that you, we shall see them no more in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm saying to you, to that place where you are wondering, is there a way? I'm saying today, I declare, I declare there will be a way where there seems to be no way in Jesus' name. Amen. Whether that situation is a situation in at hand or is a situation which is coming, don't worry. The word has been spoken already Amen. and it shall bring a solution. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. 
wherever you are, I want you to begin to begin to prepare to pray tonight. Begin to pray, begin to pray. Manta la kratos kata brashata la ba. Manta ra brashanta la ba sonta la ba. Manta ra brashanta la ba sonta la ba yande. Manta ra brashanta la ba sonto roboshata la ba. Manta la kriata ba sonta la ba sonta la ba. Manta la brashanta la brashanta la ba. Mentele krata pason tarabayate Mandarabajandarabazontorobo Mandalabrajandarabazontaraba Mantarabrojantalabashataraba Mantalabajantarabazantaraba Mata <laughs> Maya Norubu Yandara Bayande Shikratoska Tabrahaya Mantarabasutarabayande Say Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy 